We're now joined on the line by the DA leader, John Stiernais. And a very good morning to you, sir. And what is your immediate reaction to the news of the release of the former president on medical parole? Uh, good morning to you, Elvis, and good morning to the listeners. Um, obviously, it's very concerning. There's some issues relating to this particular parole that don't add up and don't make sense. Uh, you would recall that after the Shabir Sheikh uh, incident, uh, where medical parole was abused to release him early on the ground that he was terminally ill, uh, we the, um, the Correctional Services Committee in Parliament met to be able to uh, amend that particular piece of legislation to make the um, to make the requirements a lot stricter for um, the grant of medical parole, uh, and the act itself was amended to create a a independent board that would advise, advise the commissioner. It doesn't appear that in this case that board has been used, or if they were, uh, they have been overridden by the commissioner, Mr. Arthur Fraser. And we've seen, once again, a political decision, not a medical decision made. Uh, this is problematic because there are many, many other people who uh, would qualify for medical parole who have been turned down uh, by the Correctional Services Department. Why is this presumably being treated differently? To your knowledge, was there ever a medical parole application forwarded? Not to my knowledge, um, but again, I, I seriously doubt that the um, that the procedure was followed because it, it would have required a board, and that board would have had to look at it. But I have received information that, in fact, uh, even if the board did look at it, um, the recommendation was, was such that there was no qualification for parole and that Mr. Fraser made the decision to uh, ensure that this is uh, is granted. Will the DA be challenging the release of the former President Jacob Zuma on medical parole? Well, we'll certainly be asking for the uh, prior application for the documents that would have served before that particular board uh, and for the minutes uh, of that board uh, and its record of decision. Uh, we'll also be calling Mr. Fraser to Parliament, to the Correctional Services Portfolio Committee, to explain and take Parliament through exactly the procedure that he followed uh, what advice he received, and whether, in fact, he did disregard the advice of of, uh, of the independent board. Uh, if you cannot have legislation that applies to the rest of the citizens and a different law that applies to connected anti-politicians, I think it's very important that the principle of equality before the law is upheld. Is there some apprehension, perhaps, that uh, Mr. Zuma might use his medical parole as an excuse not to attend his corruption trial in Peter Maritzburg when it resumes? Well, I presume it's, it's for that as well, but also I think that with the fact that the elections now be called, the ANC obviously need him to campaign in KwaZulu-Natal. Mm. He wouldn't be able to campaign from within prison. And so, as I said, I think this is a political decision, not a medical decision that's been made, and that is entirely problematic. And the president should have, if he didn't want him in jail, should have manned up and given him a presidential pardon and then taken, uh, have had to face uh, and explain that to the country. Instead, now we've got another situation like Mr. Shabir Sheikh, who's still fit and healthy and playing golf today, um, almost 11 years after he was released uh, on medical parole because he was terminally ill in the final stages of his life. So I really think we're seeing a, a repeat of, of mm-hmm. that situation. On another matter, though, the IEC is today expected to announce its electoral program ahead of the October local government elections, which will now play, take place between the 27th of October and the 1st of November. Uh, your expectations? Well, um, it's going to be very interesting to see it. I mean, we warned him from the beginning that, that, uh, that this case was dead in the water. 
uh, and that it was constitutionally not possible, which is why we joined the application. You know, a lot of other parties like Action SA spoke about you know, the importance of the election, but they didn't join the application. But we put our money where our mouth is and joined the application. Um, I think that they're in a difficult position. My narrow reading of the of the judgment, not the judgment, the, the order, we're awaiting the judgment, uh, does not allow for the opening of the timetable for the purposes of candidate registration. It, it opens it for registration of voters. And I think the ANT are going to have a very hard time convincing the IEC and other parties that it's fair and uh, and proper that, that they get a chance to submit their candidates. They missed that, that deadline. I think the court has upheld that timetable in as far as it deals with every other matter except for the registration of voters. Uh-huh. That was the DA leader, John Stiernes, and I thank you so much for your time joining us so early in the morning.